Hello, and welcome to Nature Finds a Way, a pop culture podcast where we nerd out about biology facts and fiction in some of our favorite books, movies, and TV shows. I'm Lindsay, and she's Sarah, and we are marine biologists in recovery, and today we're celebrating World Oceans Day with Moana! Yay! Yay! Anyways, I love this movie a lot. Oh my god, so many feelings. I hadn't watched it in so long, and I was so close to almost not watching it, because Disney Plus is like, do you want to watch Zootopia again instead? (laughs) And I'm like, no I do, Disney Plus. (laughs) Yeah, I watched it a lot. Um, My nieces are three and five, so back when I could see my nieces, Mm. I watched it like at least twice with them. They were obsessed. I don't think they're that into it anymore, but... Um, yeah, they were very into it. Which is, like, it's kind of scary. It's very scary at the beginning. Yeah. And it's not, like, I feel like a lot of it is more situational humor than physical. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. know. But I do do remember watching it with them and being like, Auntie Sarah, this part's the scary part. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Which is very cute. Also, the older one, when she was, like, I think for her second birthday, she got, you know, those like sippy cup things with the lids that have the characters on the Mm. outside, like the thermosy ones. Mm -hmm. And then she picked, she pulled it out of the package and she was like, a Monana drinker. And then she turns (laughs) it around and she turns it so far that she sees Moana again. And she's like, two Monanas. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like that, that her saying two Monanas in my head is like, will be stuck in my head forever. It's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Toddlers. Um, yeah. So Disney's Moana is an animated movie that if you uh-huh. haven't heard of it, you have been living under a rock. Yes. Um, it came out in 2016 and mm-hmm. it um, has features um, a primarily Polynesian cast, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Um, the only person who's not Polynesian is... Alan Tudyk. Yeah, and he plays a chicken, so he's not even yep. really speaking English. Except, oh, he plays one of the he plays um, one of the random random uh, villager guys. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, mostly he plays um, the chicken. Uh, yeah, it has excellent music um, from Lin Manuel Lin Manuel Miranda mm-hmm. and um, Opataya Tavita Fawai, um and the other guy who writes who does the score for lots of Disney movies. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name. Henry Mancina. Something like that? Sure. Highly recommend. Super great. Um, it is not based on any existing Polynesian mythology. Like, Moana is a totally fictional character. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But lots of parts of it are based on, like, Polynesian history, Polynesian mythology, Polynesian language, Polynesian, all kinds of stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, well, we, we figured there's not a huge amount of, like, actual biology to talk about. Yeah. So we're just going to kind of share some facts. So yeah. I'm going to start at the beginning and say, consider the coconut. <laughs> the chunks and the leaves. That's really yeah. why I wanted to do this one, so I could say that. Um, also, Chris Jackson. Jackson? Yeah, Chris Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. You should sing to me mm-hmm. just all the time. All the time. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah, that is a good point that, um, so the character of Maui's father, the chief, is... The, yeah, the voice is done by Temuera Morrison, uh, who you might know from The Mandalorian and a bunch of other stuff. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. 
Yeah, so he does the voice, but then the singing voice is um, Chris Jackson from Hamilton. That would make sense because I was like trying to figure out if, because I was confused. I'm like, is he also doing the voice? No. And then I'm like, but this voice is very familiar. And I'm like, and that's why it's very familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Because he is a very famous voice. Um, But yeah, do you want to talk about coconuts? Yeah, yeah. So coconut trees are part of palm tree families, which I'm pretty sure everyone could tell you. But they're the only living species in their genus, Cocos. Again, mm. very, very um, hard Latin name, that one. Yeah. Um, and so the term coconut refers to, can refer to the whole coconut palm, the seed or the fruit. And the fruit is botanically a droop, not a nut. What's a droop? Um, which I knew, I don't know, but I knew it wasn't a nut. It was one of those... Oh, no. Why don't anything open in new tabs like I want it to? Um, a droop is a stone fruit. Oh, so like a peach. Yeah, which makes sense when you think yeah. about coconuts. Yeah. And what they look like on the insides. Mm-hmm. Um, my chair is squeaking. Hold on. Okay, so coconuts are one of the most useful trees in the world, and they're often referred to as the tree of life. And if you need more information about it, you can read the Wikipedia, or you can just listen to the song about how they get all of their stuff from coconuts. Indeed. Um, and it has cultural and religious significance in certain societies, including particularly the Western Pacific Austronesian, which is a word mm. I didn't know before, but I'm going to guess That's like, that it's very similar to... Well, I think Polynesia would, in, like, that would it be like Polynesia plus Australia and Probably? Micronesia would be what I would assume that that region refers to. The Austronesian peoples are sometimes referred to as Austronesian speaking peoples. Largest group of various peoples in Taiwan, Maritime Southeast Asia, Oceania, and Madagascar that speak Austronesian languages. Oh, wow. Hmm. Cool. Learn something new every day. Yeah, so they played a critical critical role in long sea voyages of Austronesians, which is very mm. similar to this as well. Obviously, they're very easy to transport, but and if you know how to get inside of them, then you can get a lot of stuff out of them. Mm-hmm. When you're and they're like, as, yeah, and we know they're like pretty high calorie, like they're um, calorie dense and also nutrient dense. So yeah, good for long voyages. And they're kind of like, until you open them, they probably last a long time and you can dry them and do all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's lots of good stuff. And their name is derived from the 16th century Portuguese word coco. So again, nobody's trying real hard um, with this one. Well, the, the word coco means head or skull, which make also makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah. And I'm just going to remind everyone that coconuts are very useful and stuff, but they will kill you yeah. more than sharks will. So watch out. Especially if they're those little cartoony ones with the knives. Yeah. When you go to a beach in a tropical, in a tropical environment and there's all these like empty kind of shady spots under the trees, don't sit there. Don't There's a reason there. nobody sits there. It's yeah, because you will die. You die. Because <laughs> coconuts randomly fall out of trees. Also, yeah, coconut palms, so they are like wild things, but they're also obviously very heavily cultivated. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like thinking about where you get your coconut oil and coconut milk and all that mm-hmm. stuff from is important because it's a pretty dangerous way to thing to harvest. Like you get they people have to climb the trees. Like there's no auto harvester for yeah. coconuts. Um, and also then they're like ripping out native vegetation and stuff to grow coconuts. It's not as bad as palm oil, but it's, it's kind of the same neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, yeah. And it's just, yeah, yeah just big trees with shade. Mm-hmm. So then 
nothing else grows underneath. Um, but yeah, coconuts, delicious. I had some as a snack just before we started recording this randomly, so it tastes like coconut in my mouth. <laughs> just like randomly raw from a no, no, I have like dried like the, the, Eng- those like ribbon things. Oh, okay. From yeah. one of the English bay palm trees. Nobody yes. understands that except us, but whatever. <laughs> I don't think those ones grow coconuts. I think they're mm-hmm. royal palms. Um I think yeah. it's amazing that they're alive every year. Exactly. But yeah, I don't think they're fruiting anytime soon. Um nope. yeah, coconuts. Super handy, super delicious, super dangerous. Actually not super dangerous, but you know. No. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And obviously super important to the island of Motunui. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, Moana is from this island called Motunui and it's a fictional island, but it means large island in sort of like, there's a lot of common words and common um, vocabulary in many Polynesian languages. Um, but the, the Maori language and the Rapa Nui language, it means, yeah, like large or big island. Um There is a Motunui in the Easter Islands. There's also a town called Motunui in New Zealand, in the North Island. Um, We know from um, the stars that Motunui is in the Southern Hemisphere uh, Mm -hmm. because Orion is upside down, um, which is kind of cool. And then if we think about the languages that are used in the movie, um, so the song We Know the Way is like the song when they're like heading, it's like the song that she hears the ancestors singing when she goes into the cave and it's like yeah the Lin-Manuel Miranda sings part of it it's in a mixture of like English Samoan and um Tokelauan and so it was written by uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda and um a Tokelauan Samoan singer named Opataya Foai um so he was born in Samoa his parents are from Tokelau and Tuvalu which are like islands really close to Samoa basically just smaller um yeah, so it's pretty cool that, like, a language, Tokoloan, that has less than 5,000 people who speak it is, like, heavily featured in a massive mm. Disney movie. Like, that's yeah. really cool. And then there's a bunch of other non-English and, like, sort of all the, like, traditional-sounding music. Or not all of it, but most of the traditional-sounding music, especially the stuff with um, lyrics that aren't in English, are from um, Opataya Foy's band, Tevata. And if you're looking, and if you like Moana, but you want to, like, the non-Disney version of that music um highly recommend Tevada. they're super good um i really like their music so yeah awesome um speaking of samoans let's talk about well maui's not samoan but uh, the rock is and mm. man is he good in this movie <laughs> so good <laughs> oh my god if you are ever sad um just go to the rock's instagram and watch him sing your welcome to his toddler daughter and tell her try to tell her that he is maui because she refuses yeah, to believe him like, no. and it's amazing and like just watching seeing D- dwayne johnson holds a toddler is adorable <laughs> just in general but then he sings and she's like no you're doing it wrong yeah that's not maui oh man <sighs> it's so good um so maui is based on a legend mm-hmm. he's just an ordinary demigod Obviously. Um, so he is a hero and a trickster in Polynesian mythology. Um, he's not actually worshipped. He's less of a deity and more of a folk hero. Yeah. Uh, which is, makes sense considering his attitude in this movie. Um, and he's got lots of mythology and adventures and stuff. And most of the stuff that is in Your Welcome is tied to some kind of mythology. Like 
Um, he brings up islands and fishing up islands and capturing the sun to lengthen the day mm-hmm. and stuff like that is all tied to different mythologies around Maui. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's like a shared figure between a bunch of different Polynesian mm-hmm. um, cultures, including like New Zealand, Hawaii, Samoa, all over the place. So yeah. Yeah. Yay, Maui. So yeah, so funny. And I love all the tattoos. And also I love that like, um, yeah, so his father was a Samoan like wrestler i think um and so they based a lot of the tattoos on different people like somebody has tattoos that are like a replica of his father or grandfather's tattoos which are pretty cool yeah that's cool yeah okay so next up we're marine biologists you know where this is going we know where this is going we're talking about crabs let's talk about crabs (laughs) so there is a very large crab, and you don't really understand the full scale of Tematoa. No, it's hard because... Because I feel like he's... it shifts a bit. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're underwater, but they can also breathe and, like, all of that. So. Yeah, they're they because they go underwater, but then they're above the water, but there's also, like, corals and other things that are only underwater. It's very, like, genie's lair thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very genie, except he's yeah. evil. Ish. Exactly. Evil-ish. Kind of, yeah. yeah, I would classify him also as like a trickstery yeah. kind of evil. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and hilarious, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell us about actual decorator crabs? Yeah. Okay. So decorator crabs are a whole bunch of different species of crab in the superfamily Majoidea, um, and which is a subgroup of crabs and they use materials from their environment to either hide or to scare away predators. So they, they stick like sedentary animals and plants to their bodies on their back, Mm -hmm. like on their carapace on the outside of their shell. Um, It's very cool. There's like more than 10, maybe like 20 species of like different species of crabs that are like considered decorator crabs. Um, And basically how they stick it on. I couldn't find a huge amount of information, but crabs have um, like these sort of Velcro-y, hooky hair kind of things called setae on the outside of their shell. Uh, And they, so there's this one researcher who has like a thing. So this crab like grabs a piece of seaweed in their claws and chews it or maybe in their mouth or maybe in their claws and then rubs it. So it gets kind of like gooey. And then mm-hmm. rubs it on their body until it catches in the Velcro. And hmm. that's one way that they attach things. Um, yeah, so they, they'll attach things from around themselves like algae to be able to hide in a patch of algae. They will also um, grab like poisonous or um, other animals onto them in a form of um, aposematism, which is like the same reason like that some animals that aren't poisonous will mimic animals that are poisonous or venomous. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, so it's like, they're they're attaching these dangerous animals to them, not so that the animals injure the predators, but so that the predators think that they are also dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's very cool. They will even put like sea anemones on the outside of them, mm-hmm. <laughs> which yep. is insane. Or um, anthropomorphic items, which sometimes is yes. sad. Yeah, trash. But when scientists are bored, 
then it gets funny. And yeah. I haven't looked yet, but I know that there are photos that we we'll, can share on our social of yeah. decorator crabs just wearing all sorts of hats. Yeah, weird garbage. And, and they're really... Um, like particular about it um so when they freshly molt they will do it also if you have one in captivity like clean their shell they will like cover themselves again um Mm -hmm. oh yeah so at least 75 percent of this order do it at least at least at some point in their life cycle and it includes all the families in the super family majoidia uh the one that we have here yeah i know the one that we have here i'm pretty sure is the graceful decorator crab the oregonia gracilis um and yeah you'll see that commonly off of our coast uh i'm sure Lindsay. yeah we've both seen it out and about um oh, yeah. it's not super um, deep yeah crabs crabs just everywhere yeah hanging out um covered in so algae. there was some random mentions of coconut crabs in the trivia and there's mm. no evidence to show that he's a coconut crab i think it's just because he might be large and there yeah. are lots of different large crabs but coconut crabs are the biggest and that's possibly because they are terrestrial yeah. It's the largest terrestrial arthropod in the world and can weigh up to 4.1 kilograms or nine pounds. Yeah. And can grow up to one meter in length from tip to tip of the legs. So that's big. Yeah. And they're also, I mean, decorator crabs are found in Polynesia, I'm sure. But all, like coconut crabs are found sort of everywhere from like Madagascar to Hawaii, like in mm-hmm. like on small yeah. islands. And they probably were found on, I don't know, maybe they weren't found on big islands. Basically, like they're huge. And there'd be so much food in them. So on populated islands, they're very much endangered or extinct. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think, like, he's not a coconut crab. He's definitely a decorator crab of some kind. And since there are so many species, you can't also coconut crabs. shiny. Coconut crabs are related more to um, hermit crabs. Like, they have Mm -hmm. more of, like, a squat lobster kind of body. So all their legs are at the front. Whereas decorator crabs and also tamatoa has their legs off to their sides. Um, which yeah. we'll get to in a minute. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just like coconut crabs. You think of the other big crabs like king crabs mm-hmm. and stuff. Like they're much more of that shape, of the first shape you said. Yeah. The yeah, like at the front. I'm gesturing because everyone obviously can't see me. <laughs> but yeah, we'll put some pictures and stuff in the show notes. Um, yeah. Yeah, they are huge. And I've seen pictures of them. Like, you know, like the garbage cans that you find like at the park. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah like climbing the yeah. side of those and they cover yeah. one like they cover it they're yeah. like the height of a garbage can it's just like crabs are cool but crabs are cool not. but over there yeah <laughs> um yeah <laughs> can we go back to the tiny decorator crabs Indeed. wearing hats so please. cute so cute um yeah and they don't have any natural predators other than each other and humans um that which is crazy terrifying yeah yeah, but yeah, and they, so they, they will eat coconuts, they'll eat fruits and veggies, they'll basically eat anything that they come across, they're, and mm-hmm. crabs in general well, are picky. They can, because they're giant. Yeah, but yeah, they, they eat each other. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, living which is nightmare. crazy. Yeah. There are lots of terrestrial, not lots, but there are other species of terrestrial crabs. Um, I used to look after crabs that would live in moonsnail shells, and they were so cute. Giant hermit oh, crabs. so cute. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, hermit yeah. crabs are so fun um but yeah they still breathe with gills they just like put water in their shell mm-hmm. and then yeah they just figure yeah. it out yeah they just Why carry not? their own water around basically I, they will dr- they will drown though like they can't be in water um they just yeah, yeah they have sort well, of like a also they're like lungy so gill. heavy mm-hmm. yeah so they go in water like they're like they're how they're gonna get back up yeah 
Um, but yeah, so Tomatoa is probably a very large decorator crab. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing I want to talk about, which has been sort of like memeing around lately, is this. Oh, but um, first we're oh, yeah. talking about the um, color pattern under black. Oh, yeah. So, so there's he a does change. Oh, so cool. Kind of like obviously just like in the music song. Mm-hmm. But it, there's a lot of bioluminescence, dinoflagellate kind of stuff in the entire mm-hmm. movie, which is fair because it's very ocean related and. We've talked about that bioluminescence a couple of times, mm-hmm. um, and it's cool, and that's the end of that story. But um, some animals do see different color spectrums than humans, so um, I don't know. Like this, like obviously he doesn't have a black light in his cave of horrors or whatever. Well, it's he might. He you just, never know. He, he might. Lots of weird know. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a little black light flashlight. Um, sure, he does yeah. look like to be pretty. Yeah, but lots of animals that you think are like plain and black. So like scorpions, mm-hmm. scorpions for example, yeah. you think they're sort of like shiny and black and then you shine a, a black light on them and they're like tealy, like they have cool patterns. Um, lots of yeah. birds also because birds can see in the UV spectrum. So you think that a bird is like pretty drab looking, but it's not if you look at it under blue light, which is so cool, or black light, which is so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Animals seeing different colors just kind of like makes my brain. It, yeah, melt a little. I don't like our brains don't really process it well, and like yeah, it's even too weird. I don't know if it's actually true, but there's been like speculation that like when you have males and females of birds in particular, I know about because of working with birds a lot. Um, that like males and females, you can't tell like we can't tell the difference between them, but a, like mm, there's a thought that can. it could be. be like due to be seeing in different spectrums and that's one of the ways that they can tell between males and females sure. who, knows? who knows birds are so weird man okay so i've been seeing like a ton of memes around about this concept called uh carcinization which is basically like everything will eventually become a crab is the thought <laughs> i think everything is an exaggeration but um in terms of isopods or arthropods turning into this like crab shaped thing so there's tr- same with like beetles and um, bugs and stuff. There's like true beetles. And then there's other things that are the same shape as beetles. The same thing kind of applies in crabs. So there's like these true crabs that are like one specific group. But then that shape, same body shape where it's like a circle-ish shape with the legs sticking out the side. That's what you would think of as a crab. Um, think mm-hmm. of like a blue crab or a Dungeness crab um, or king crabs. But king crabs are a totally different unrelated group. And it's basically thought to be like a convergent evolution. So all these groups, for some reason, this body shape of a crab is for some reason advantageous. Nobody really knows why. Hmm. Um, yeah. So of if you look at all the um, brachyurans, which are like the crab and lobster group, I think it's a little bit confusing because I'm not great on my invertebrate taxonomy. Um, but there's like thousands and thousands that look like crabs and there's like six that look like lobsters so there's got to be some advantage and the ones that look like crabs aren't any more closely related than the lobster ones like nobody really knows why this crab thing is advantageous and it's been happening for like a long time too so yeah just another example of convergent evolution everybody's gonna be a crab oh no oops okay as long as i don't have to fight a coconut crab um 
Yeah, because you might lose. <laughs> Not you, like mm-hmm. everybody. <laughs> also, when they're, I forgot, when they're down in Tomatoa's cave, there's all kinds of really cool looking animals, but there's giant clams. No! <laughs> we even talked about that. I know. I know. Lindsay's um, greatest fear. Yeah, greatest fear in future horror movie. Clams! Exclamation point. Yep. Don't go back into the sand. <laughs> Hashtag. It's not the sharks that are going to get us, guys. It's the clams. Don't, yeah, don't, don't sit in a giant clam, okay? Yeah, also don't do that. Also, don't, don't antagonize a shark. Just, yeah. Just because uh, I don't want them to be the antagonists in the movies doesn't mean that you shouldn't go be poke nice them. to them. Yeah, yeah no, just don't poke. Don't poke anything in the ocean. Leave them alone, no. Leave them alone. Yeah, so the only other big thing is Tia Fiti, who is also not real. She's based on fictional... Sorry, she's fictional based on other mythologies, uh, including Pele, which is not the soccer guy. But <laughs> um, the ter- the word Tahiti and also the word Tahiti, like the island of Tahiti, is like a Polynesian word that means like any sort of faraway place or like mythical, mm-hmm. beautiful place, um, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so Pele is the goddess of fire, lightning, wind, and volcanoes in Hawaiian, mm-hmm. and so Takai, which Spoiler alert is also Tafiti yeah. in this movie. She's just had her heart removed and she's angry. And then later her heart comes back and she's feeling better. Kind of how I feel mm-hmm. right now. Um, <laughs> but so yeah, so Takai bears a resemblance to that figure. And there's lots of other things. Tafiti's story and the Tepo name is also resembles another one when the Maori Maori mythology that has to do with Maui, mm-hmm. um, Tepo, which I probably just butchered, but something similar to that. So again, similar to a lot of the stuff that's in this movie, it's kind of a blend between lots of different Polynesian languages and mythologies and mm-hmm. all sorts of things, which is really cool because they obviously like they took a lot of time. Like the trivia is all full of stuff of like how much work they put into doing this and like building the proper world, mm-hmm. which I thought was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there are like some things like the Kakamura is kind of like not super great because mm. there are like actual Kakamura people who are like short statured people of the Solomon Islands, mm-hmm. but then yeah. to like make them be coconuts with legs is kind oh, of a bit... Yeah. Nah, mm-hmm. not great. Um, but otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, it's yeah, it's pretty good, and it's cool that they rather than like taking an existing legend and butchering it, mm-hmm. they wrote Pocahontas. their own. What or um, uh, Mulan. Mulan? Um, they like actually went and spoke to Polynesian people and like learned about Polynesian culture, and then wrote their own story rather than taking mm-hmm. a story. So. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a step in the right direction, at least, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. And um oh, and I really like that the ocean is a character. Yeah. Um I think it's balances a fine line of why didn't the eagles just fly the ring to Mordor? Mm-hmm. But it's still I really like it because someone on her side the entire time, which is nice. Yeah. I like the ocean mm-hmm. and I love the grandma. Oh my gosh. The, the grandma's grandma. the best. So many tears. She's a manta. Yeah. And it's amazing. So good. Um, yeah, I guess we could have talked about Ray's, but we talked about Ray's in Life of Pi. Maybe? Yeah. And it, I don't know. I don't know. It, she's not really a... She's the grandma. She's just in the body it's form the of 
a manta yeah. or an eagle ray. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Man, I love this movie. And I was thinking, I, I was like, I really, I hope they don't do like a Disney sequel because unlike other ones that they have done sequels, like the story's done. Like at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. like Moana's an adult and they're like out voyaging and they're doing their thing. And like, yeah, her story's done. Yeah. IMDb showed a TV show that hasn't started yet. And maybe, so maybe it's a Disney plus thing, but it was when I searched Moana. So I don't know if it'll come up under. Yeah. Like, I mean, I could see a TV series over a sequel movie. Like the TV series. I think I'm thinking more mm. of like Riders of Pern, um, not Riders of Pern. Oh, the um, dragon riders of place where the dragons yeah, are. How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah, the, yeah, the How to Train Your Dragon series. It's called Dragon Riders of that place. But yeah, I got it mixed up with the other dragons. <laughs> um, so that yeah. one is, you know, like you ride your dragon and you go on adventures and you find other villains that are exactly. TV villains and you do your stuff. Yeah, and so like something like that would work much better. Like yeah, you go for on sure. Random adventures on your boat with your pig and your yeah. dumb chicken and Moana yeah. shows up maybe and. Yeah, Moana and her, the description is Moana and her friends continue to explore the South Pacific in this musical animated series. Yeah, which like makes sense. They went from being this like um, formerly wayfaring species or wayfaring um, people or like community to rediscovering that part of their culture. And then now they're wayfarers and they go on adventures. Exactly. Yeah. Good Sounds great to me. And if this cast is in it, sign me up. Yeah. Probably won't be. But you never know. You never know. They've got things going on. Alan Tudyk, Lynn, and The Rock. Like, yeah. Come on. It's just... And also, the, the girl who plays Moana is so good. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, and I love, too, that because they this is one of the first movies that they've dubbed into Hawaiian. Mm-hmm. And she did the Hawaiian of Moana. Yeah. And she puts her hair in a ponytail. Yes. Yes. And so does Maui. Yeah. And when, if you when shit gets ever real. listen to yeah. me talk about Hallmark movies... <laughs> Which, why would you? Hmm. You would know that that's a really pet, big pet peeve. It's like, you're doing surgery. Your hair should be in a ponytail. <laughs> oh, so frustrating. Um, yeah. But yeah, Lindsay and I both independently remarked on that in yeah, our notes. Of like, <gasps> she put her hair in a ponytail because I don't remember noticing that before. <laughs> no, like, I feel like I did. I don't definitely remember Maui putting his hair in his yeah. pon- ponytail. But maybe they learned because they obviously had to put Rapunzel's hair up mm. at points. So maybe they're like, it'll be okay. She can still be a princess slash yes. chief daughter if her hair is in a ponytail. Ugh. It's not going to ruin anything. Yeah, love it, love it. Also, it'll be okay, guys. I love the we part. Can still be, blah. yeah, you can you can still be a princess. Although she's not a princess, yeah. as she says, princess. she's a chief's daughter. No, but Maui calls her a princess because she's got a she's wearing a dress and she has an animal <laughs> sidekick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know. Yep. Also, I'd totally forgotten the part where Maui grabs Hey Hey the chicken and says, um, when you use a bird to write with, it's called tweeting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then so I died. Good. I mean, and it's so Makes so many ridiculous so good. Yeah, because he's like, like autographing her canoe paddle with, with Hey Hey's beak. <laughs> yeah, I, I really love this movie. And I hope you do, too. Um, if you have thoughts about Moana or crabs. The ocean. You should reach out to us on social media because we also have those feelings. Uh, you can mm-hmm. find us at Nature Finds a Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or you can check out our website, NatureFindsAPod.com. We will be back in two weeks to start our kind of weird summer blockbustery movie summer. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. That's kind of a theme um, that we're kind of sticking to. <laughs> and with the return of 
a special guest and with the return of a franchise, which we will hopefully enjoy more, or my sister might kill us. <laughs> it's gonna be Aliens 2. <laughs> aliens, they just stuck an S on. And in the meantime, stay, stay sciencey, sciencey friends. friends.